welcome back to Full Kit Banter. We just watched the final match week of the Premier League season. Lots of twists and turns, uh, plenty of stories. But of course, everyone's eyes were fixated on that top four um, places yesterday. Um, obviously, Chelsea and Liverpool um, snagging those spots at the death. Chelsea, um, somewhat fortunate, I'd say, uh, getting that fourth place. Somewhat's an understatement. And I was absolutely <laughs> livid. <laughs> I was being polite. We're going to get into that real quick. Um, I'm joined today by Sash and Nathan. And right off the bat, we're just going to get into it with Sash with the Chelsea result yesterday because, as I mentioned earlier, they needed a favour from, ironically, their, their arch rivals Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Um, put the sword to Leicester Gareth Bale um, the new pa- Chelsea legend in my eyes <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw this post about uh-huh. how Mourinho orchestrated I, the I was the one that sent the post <laughs> was that you? <laughs> that I, was saw him, I saw him multiple times I think that times. was me hey, there we go yeah. there we go there we go <laughs> I mean you can expect uh, that level of shithousery from me so <laughs> I can expect that sh- level of shithousery from Mourinho and Bale as well but um, that, that Chelsea result man it, from my point of view, there was pretty much zero intensity from them. It's almost like they they didn't realize that top four wasn't secured yet. That's what it looked like. And like I said, you guys got bailed out. No, no pun intended. <laughs> um, I just wanted to hear some of your thoughts regarding that performance and kind of what you got from it as a as a Chelsea fan. Well, first of all, commiserations to Leicester. I. To me, it, it kind of it kind of pained me to see them peter out that way, you know. Mm. When I saw that Fofana was uh, subbed off due to injury in the 20th minute and um, Mandy was the guy taking his place, I kind of knew that, you know, um, s- something something like, like Spurs, Spurs were going to score because there's no way that Bill, Son and Kane, I mean Bill came on in the second half, but there was no way a defense of you know, Castane, who's not a centre-back, who, whose primary position is right-back. Um, I think they played... I think Mendy, Napali's Mendy came on for Fofana. And Mendy is in no way a defender. And they had mm. Soyon Chu, who is their only outright fit centre-back. I mean, Leicester have been decimated in the centre-back department with injuries. I kind of felt that, um, you know, yeah, if Evans... Yeah, if, <laughs> if, if Evans and Fofana were fit, they could have seen this through. They could have easily secured top four. I mean, um, I kind of read a stat that, you know, Leicester City, they were within the top four positions for about 242 days of the yes, Premier League season and they kind of absurd. lost it out on the last day. It was pretty pretty sad. And uh, Last season was, was, uh, wasn't was quite as much, but they had similar numbers last season as mm-hmm. well, only to get pipped. Um, yeah, the, the, weird, yeah, the funny thing, the funny thing is that it was kind of the midfield that was, yeah, yeah. The weird thing was, um, you know, the the midfield was the one that was decimated by injuries, and you know they they can't really catch a break. But um, yeah, um, fully undeserved by Chelsea. We didn't look like we want to like it. It seemed that we were sleepwalking through the first half, and when um, it's so poetic that Burton Burton Traore. Uh, someone who was from our youth academy he, who scored the mm. first goal and then he went down for the second he went up for the penalty for the Georgie, second goal. That was that was terrible by Georgie. Yeah, yeah. He's, I, said, I'll, I'll, I mean he, he he does a lot of good but that was just 
laziness of the highest order just mm-hmm. dangling your leg out you know you can't get away with that anymore in, in, in VR it's almost yeah. as bad as his back pass recently right <laughs> <laughs> he's been having yeah yeah exactly yeah Georgina and Kovacic they were pretty abject I have to say um Werner scored another offside goal which makes it <laughs> 13 goals that were ruled out for offside or handball in this calendar year purely for Werner or yeah, for yeah, Chelsea purely for Werner yeah. Just Werner. Wow. It's a pretty fascinating stat. I mean, I the hope Morata. that's something... <laughs> yeah, he's the new Morata. Hey, man, he contributes more, man. He contributes more. That's true. He, he, he does contribute more. Yeah, it kind of looked like Chelsea were running on empty and Tuchel's tactics were finally being exposed. I, I kind of mm. think that, you know, teams have figured out Tuchel because, you know, all you need to do is give Chelsea the ball they're not going to create much. Just hit them on the counter. Score a goal. They're not going to come back. And uh, yeah, it turned out that way. And uh, pretty, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It, I mean, going back to Spurs, I know I know that um, it isn't, it doesn't sit right with me to cheer on Spurs. But uh, just a little, I just want to do, do give a little um, jab at Spurs, you know. They they kind of handed false spot to us, which was quite a funny thing. You know, they, they bottled the bottling. <laughs> they can they really kinda of did. <laughs> yeah. Like from what I remember, you know, Chelsea we won the Champions League in, in 2012, 2013. And we took that final Champions League spot away from Spurs. And um I kind of thought, you know, Spurs would just like wanna lay flat. You know, because European Conference League isn't something that Spurs fans would want. That is something we'll have to get into later yeah. because the European Conference League sounds like the most B-Tech competition ever. <laughs> no, not even B-Tech, C-Tech. It just sounds no, it, like... it literally is the C- why? It literally why does it is exist? a C-Tech European competition. <laughs> exactly, like, why does it exist? <laughs> oh my god, Mourinho is going to be in a Roma next season, but mm-hmm. that's another thing. Nathan, yes. uh, just wanted to bring you into this, right? I- I'm sure you were part of the... Um, Kind of final day festivities mm-hmm. yesterday. At any moment, right? Because we were kind of texting back and forth throughout the game, and Sash was being very stoic <laughs> <laughs> during the the live results. But did you at any point kind of see like the the unlikeliest of scenarios of Chelsea dropping out? Because I, I would say from from a Liverpool perspective, things were fortunately a lot more comfortable than I was expecting. Um, apart from that early Andros Townsend shot, but from your perspective, right, how was it kind of, was it kind of looking a little bit frisky for Chelsea for a while or did you think that the odds were just too stacked against Leicester? Yes, I was watching the most boring game like compared to the rest of y'all because like the all the most interesting things was happening, uh, the race for top four was happening. Yeah. That's a true <laughs> fan <laughs> right there. Being a United fan, we're just right like, there. oh, we're watching the kids play against Wolves. <laughs> and like, and... No, but the kids, your kids beat Wolves and it's Wolves' first team. 
Yeah, but you know, okay, what was interesting was actually like whenever or at least for the last game, uh, Oli was playing a mix of the the kids and the oldies. Like all the 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 in between people were kind of like rested for our big final up ahead. But like, um, so you have like Matic and Mata. They they came back into the into the team as well for this match, and so it yeah. But I think yeah, but we were just watching the 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 um the chat, and I was so like interested in everything else that you guys were saying because it was really getting a. Bit crazy like watching Chelsea go down to um Aston Villa first I was like oh oh okay I, that was not expected um from me but oh no that, yeah. that was expected <laughs> <It> was. <laughs> <laughs> but like the goal was so good actually uh on seeing the replay like it was a work set piece and I love that I mean this is a bit like just uh on a, on the side like I, I love like uh corners that are like proper set piece plays where like he ran from the back he knows that everyone's gonna pull into the into the six yard box and so he just runs out into the open area and gets a free shot so that was like amazing yeah yeah but, yeah, but the funny thing was yeah going back to that um, the first goal by Bertrand Charaway he kind of scuffed the shot which um, which in turn caused it to, to be a goal I kind of felt that if, if he hit it where he it intended was really to be Alonso-esque. yeah yeah if he hit it, it where like he intended Al- to, like to be right, I think Mendy would have saved that but um, yep. it is what it is. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yep. he he did the the right part, of, like getting into the position to take the shot at least. So I mean, another person who who took a, got a couple of scruffy goals was Mane, uh, in the Liverpool game, which was also really interesting. Like he he got one a deflection as well, uh, the one that helped secure their the two two goals against um Crystal Palace, which was also another very uh, mm. interesting game to watch because like um. I was just wondering, like, who would really show up on the last day of the season, and I think Liverpool did comfortably well. I I like seeing how Mane looked actually quite comfortable and relaxed. Um, so like playing. Uh, I think for the most of the season he's been really he looks really stressed. Um, but in the last game he was smiling a lot, even happy with his deflected goals and stuff. So I think that wasn't that was good for him and and good for Liverpool as well. So yeah, the biggest kind of surprise for on the last day was was Chelsea losing to me. Um, maybe not to to Sasha as the Chelsea fan who kind of saw this coming, mm. but it's for me. I thought that okay, looking at the the game, they probably could have done it. Especially like uh, I think I want to ask Sasha also. Does this form that Chelsea are in right now worry you going up into like you like you just mentioned like people are starting to to find Tuchel out and 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 they know kind of his game plan how he wants to set up. It's a great going question. into the biggest game of the season for Chelsea. Does this worry you like uh, that? Oh, oh, City yeah. are gonna slap us up, no doubt. I, <laughs> 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 I, 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 just, I just want to, to watch the match, you know, to, to to prove a point, you know, to prove a point that, you know, when the pre- Tuchel's kind of like the embodiment of Arsenal, man. When, when the pressure's on, when the stakes are high, he just bottles it. I, I've, I've said it since the start, you know, before when we were being linked to Tuchel. I remember talking to I mean that was before you joined Nathan. I was I was talking to um BK and uh Pascal. I just said that he's not the guy mm. because he, he can't perform in the final. Like you know, when when you gotta line your ducks in a row, when you gotta shoot that one shot, you know, he he, he doesn't I mean I mean the result kinda explain it for itself, right? You gotta when when it was a low pressure game against Manchester City, you know, he he, he just played his B team. And we managed to fraud out a two one win, because Aguero did that Paneka penalty, and then when the stakes were high, it was against Arsenal. You know, we 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 beat Arsenal. Results elsewhere 
you know, goes in our favor, we will easily secure top four. Mm. And then again, you know, he he, he bottled it. He he bottled it. I, I there, there's no <laughs> there's no other way Why, to say in the, it. In know. the FA Cup? No, no, it was it was the um the game against Arsenal. You know, we yeah, that, beat City. That, that was funny. That that was almost a game of two sides seemingly, you know, no yeah, longer because, under because because like yeah, I I I think that the reason why Tuchel make the changes against Man City was he was eyeing the Arsenal game. He kind of said that okay, I think you know City the City game was a free hit because yeah. everyone expected City to win. And yeah, like I said, we frauded out a win at the head and I was like, okay. So now the, the more important game is the Arsenal game because you win that game, uh results yeah, like I said, results elsewhere goes in our favor, we get top four. And then he bottled it. And then uh there came the uh was it was it the final against Leicester? I think there was one more game in between. No no no, uh, I think it was it was it, the Leicester game the Leicester was back final was after the Arsenal. Yeah yeah, it was like back to back to back. I see. It was pretty crazy. And then um yeah, you guys know what happened in the final. He played Kepa instead of Mandy, which I was like, why? <laughs> because um Kepa yeah. I'm gonna God play devil's advocate in a minute, but yeah, keep going. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Yeah, I don't wanna make this a whole Chelsea bashing episode, but mm. We've got next week he for played. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he played he played Kappa and yeah, that the goal from Telemans was um world class. Yeah. You can say. But Kappa he's not anatomically, you know, able to play in the Premier League because he concedes a lot of long shots. And I feel that, you know, if Mandy was between the sticks, he would have made a better effort. I mean we don't know if he would have saved it or not, but he have made a better effort to reach out and could possibly have parried that shot away uh, and then um, yeah VAR I'm just just not gonna talk about VAR because you know season's over <laughs> you know <laughs> and um, again yeah and the biggest game against Villa you know Villa yeah you can say that Grealish is back Grealish makes a huge difference for the Villa team but we didn't show like you wanted it like it's as though we felt that Oh, Leicester were gonna lose against Spurs. Yeah, yeah, and I hundred percent yeah, agree. Yeah, it turns out that yeah, in, in, it was pretty fortunate for us that they did. But you know, on another day, Fofana was you know Fofana didn't doesn't go off an injury and they managed to hold off a a two one win. And then again, we head into the uh, Champions League finals with you know pressure on our shoulders because if we don't beat City, mm. we don't get Champions League. And yeah, so to go. Pretty fortunate, man. Pretty fortunate. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the thing I wanted to bring up was the fact that potentially the high-pressure game was that win against Leicester, um, which I thought you guys played... Um, you guys did come back after that FA Cup final defeat. But like yeah, like you said, for some reason, they, they just didn't show up yesterday and almost cost them. Very fortunate it didn't because... The whole narrative of your season could have completely changed, you know, from having two cup finals, one sort of winnable one, one, you know, less so. And top four, I think, looked pretty assured three or four weeks ago. Like, the fact Liverpool finished above Chelsea is ridiculous to me. Like, when we were eighth, I think it was after we had lost to... Um, Oh, it was after we had drawn with Newcastle, the Joe Willock last-minute goal. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I, that out, was the game. Yeah, that was the yeah, game where I... Man's on some crazy I, form as well. 
Yeah, yeah. Seven goals in a row, man. I mean, honestly, he's doing. He did like a J Lings. He's like a mini J Lings kind of revival. But um, yeah, I thought I thought Liverpool were done after drawing with Newcastle. But um, I mean, obviously, we we needed a bit of luck as well. But yeah, for some reason, Chelsea just let the the foot off the pedal. It's almost like you guys, from my perspective, you guys started to overthink because you guys had the two cup finals to look forward to. So it's almost like you didn't know where to put your priorities or you were overthinking about the game two weeks from now rather than the game happening the next day, if, if that makes sense. So I think the, the UCL final is going to be very interesting. Obviously, uh, me being a neutral, I think it's going to be a lot more um, fi- finely balanced than Sash would say. Um at least I'm hoping that it won't be a blowout, but... No, no, the, the thing is that because Chelsea has <coughs> already secured top four, so we'll be able to play the Champions League final without pressure. And as you can see, we play fine without pressure, but when, you know, we're being faced with mm, uh, a monumental die, task, yeah. we, we bottled it. I think bottle is like the word of the day <laughs> today. Uh, yeah, which kind of... Which I which I do agree, you know, because Tuchel he's currently two one up against no wait, he's not even two one up. He's like two nil up against Pep. Yeah. So, I'm not I sure if they played the each final... other before. They probably have Dortmund and Bayern. I think they might have played each yeah, other yeah, before. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you know, in a final, anything can happen. Yes. There's there's no form coming into a final. Mm. You know, there's a the pretty cliche thing to say, but it's true. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we've we've talked a bit about like um the three teams involved in the the real kind of narrative yesterday but uh, I I want to talk a bit about United heading into that Europa League final okay uh, the form looks decent um Ole's kind of played his cards or at least the cards he has with him he's played them rather well he's given um the youngsters a run out you know he's rested some key players unfortunately I, I believe Maguire won't be available um, but how confident are you, Nathan, going into... I'm sure you would have loved to be in Sasha's position, you know, UCL final, but you take what you can get. Mm-hmm. Europa League final. Um, when you get that far, obviously you want to win it. Yeah. Um, but how confident are you sort of going into that against uh, a Villarreal side who, as I think BK mentioned in the afternoon, finished, I think, seventh in La Liga? Does that phase you at all? Or do you do you believe that cup form and league form are, are two separate entities? Uh, well, I would just say I I think I'm quite confident, and just because of like the the nature of how I think United, uh, has been playing as a team overall the the season and how they tend to to um rise up during um, um finals and how they tend to rise up during like European nights they usually find something in them to to work a bit harder. And 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 usually find a cutting edge somehow. So, uh, I mean, like I like to think back to the nights like when we beat PSG and stuff like that. I think that that's in the DNA for the team, and they definitely have players all um re- well rested and in decent form going into this final. So I think that they have enough firepower to overcome. But you know, we'll have to see what happens. I think like what Sasha said, there's no form going into finals. Um, but at least we have fitness and we have the team. Uh, all fit and ready so I'm looking forward to it I think it'll be a pretty good match um, just hope that we, we clinch it and, and that'll be I think overall as a United fan I would say that this season has been mm. a good one uh, and I actually wanted to throw that question back to you guys for your individual teams as well uh, like would you think that your team actually 
um, outperform your expectation overall. But for me as a United fan, I think uh, if Ole gets his first like proper silverware, um, a European um, uh, cup, as well as second behind City, I think he would have done really well. So mm. overall, a good season and a good um, kind of stepping stone to the next season. So yeah, really excited for the summer and the transfer windows as always. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The, the question that I want. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry to cut you in. Yeah, Sash no, can go uh, first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go no, first. I just want to add that um, for the listeners out there, we're gonna have a special, you know, off the season topics that we have been, you know, discussing during the season itself, and we really want to knock them out because I I, I feel that it's they're pretty interesting, like kind of solo topics to talk about. But yeah, back to the point. Uh, okay, so. Just, just hear me out, guys. Um, you know, last season when Lampard was in charge, uh, we had the transfer ban, so we had to play majority of our academy players. And we managed to finish fourth on 66 points. So fast forward a year later, we spent about 200 million. And we finished in fourth on 67 points. So <laughs> we kind of spent 200 million to kind of improve our points daily or by by one point, so that kind like of sums in a up. Champions uh, League final. Yeah, we're not gonna win it. So, <laughs> so <laughs> it's basically wow. <laughs> yeah, so that's that, and that kind of sums up how I feel about this season. Oh, you forgot to mention you also yeah, we are, got into another and FA, we lost. Cup, FA Cup final, but you also yeah lost we were favorites <laughs> for the final and we lost. So it's like it's basically <laughs> we spent two hundred million dollars. To uh, sorry, two hundred million pounds mad, some mad to uh, finish on. in the exact same position, but with one more point. So, but you don't see it as like progress. The fact that you get to finals, unlike other teams who are struggling to, I think, to go anywhere. I think anywhere. it's difficult because it's been like a. I mean, just to jump in mm-hmm. quickly from my perspective, it's been a stop-start season for Chelsea. You know, it's it's very hard to judge Tuchel on. What was it like? Half a season. Yeah, It's kind of like similar to um, um, Ole when he came in as interim coach when he took over uh, halfway through the season. But yeah, I do agree. I think for me, I, I was expecting Chelsea to run Liverpool and City down. Yeah, that was kind of what I race for the title. predicted. You know, early in the season, I didn't mm. want to be in a fight for the top four because, you know kind of Chelsea stature we, we, need, we need to look further up instead of you know always battling always battling like the likes of Spurs Leicester and Arsenal to a certain extent for that final fourth place position you know that yeah. Yeah. that um, notoriously named um, fourth, is a, fourth is <laughs> a trophy yeah. by Arsene Wenger yeah I mean I, agree. I mean we all we, we all laughed at it a, a decade ago but look at us now man <laughs> lapping it up yeah, but it's so. possibly it's possibly because um, but I mean looking at it like you can't really blame Tuko, but the fact that like where Lampard was with the team when they transitioned to Tuko, I I at that point I thought that that Chelsea would struggle to even get into the European places at all. Um, so for for Tuko to come in and and kind of like I would say like like stop the bleeding you know kind of stabilize for a little bit you know uh, get mm-hmm. the the team playing to kind of together and like kind of show up, get some clean sheets as well i think that was mm. that was where i thought that okay there is a turning point here and if they and whatever he does from here on if they can get any sort of positions in the, in the european places that's already considered kind of um uh, i think a, a good season 
for them because they That's could have ended point. up. I mean, both teams, uh, Liverpool and Chelsea, right? They could have ended mm. up like where Arsenal was. Anybody could with with the kind of season that this was, which was super topsy turvy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, even City started around there at the beginning, you know. So it was like it was really crazy, and then you had so many different people, uh, different teams at the top, and then everyone thought, okay, yep. this is yep. the year for Everton, this is the year for Villa, this is the year for like you know everyone leads yeah, the, as the well. Like everyone was champions. going on? And then everyone was champions for like one period, yeah, like in a month. Mm-hmm. I remember like Spurs were like champions. South Everton was like top. <laughs> yeah, it sound like it's crazy. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. It's it's been a season where teams have matched the highest of highs with their lowest of mm. lows. Like I think Sp- Spurs kind of sum it up. They finished what seventh, and like like back in November. Obviously, like it's a long season. You, you nothing's won in November, but. I've never seen teams suffer such a drastic drop in all my years of watching football like this one. Like like, like watching Liverpool go from Spurs, mm-hmm, Liverpool, mm-hmm. there was Chelsea were like doing really yeah, well yeah, yeah. with Lampard for a while and then things kind of sort of it's unraveled. It's the season for purple patches. That's mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Both ways, mm-hmm. purple patches for good yep. form and purple patches for absolutely dreadful mm-hmm. form. Um but I mean to answer Nathan's question, uh, finishing third now. If you had told me that at the end of January, I would have bitten your hand off. You know, um, it was just hard to picture us getting anywhere into the top four after that six-game losing run at Anfield, which still boggles my mind to this day how it kind of everything unraveled. Um, but yeah, I mean. Uh, if we can sort of carry this mentality into next season, if we recruit intelligently in the window, um, I think I mentioned this like five or six episodes back, right when we were kind of down in the dumps. I think we had just lost to Leicester. um, And I said that if we were to somehow come through this nightmarish period, we would be even stronger going forward. So I'm kind of excited just based on how the, 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 the players reacted. Um, they really showed that they were kind of playing for each other. You know, I got this real sense of camaraderie that you only kind of really see when you're in the trenches. You know, it's always like nice when you're winning, you know, and, and morale is obviously going to be high, but when players can stick together when, you know, they're absolutely down in the dumps, that's when uh, I guess you can really see Team morale flourish, so yeah, third place, um, pipping Chelsea right at the end. Uh, I feel bad for Leicester, but um, I'm, I, I guess you can look at the perspective that they overachieved once again. Um, glad that Everton season petered but, out the absolute wait, wait, nothingness. But going back to the point, do you think they really overachieved? Because you, if you look at Leicester's, like let's say first eleven, I think if you compare it, I I don't think they actually overachieved because. <clears throat> Some might say that their first eleven and you know some players on the bench are probably on par with some of these perceived bigger teams. Like like you you look at the midfield, um, you know they have NDD, Tillemans, and Madison. Like any one of them could slot easily in any of the top top four clubs right now that are currently in standings. That's true. That that's true, Sash. But the thing is, this is this. It was the same thing with Spurs. You're not gonna. You know, win a title or get into top four based on your starting eleven. You need a squad 
something Leicester don't have. And this was the season where squad depth was so crucial because of the amount of fixtures. Um, like you said, Leicester were decimated by injuries and it's not a coincidence that injuries occur when so many games come thick and fast. Leicester had Europa League obligations as well. So I do believe that they, they've done phenomenally. They remind me a lot of the Aston Villa side under Martin O'Neill that was consistently finishing 5th and 6th. Mm-hmm. Um, my only worry is that them not being able to get over the finishing line might result in them kind of missing the boat. You know, like this... I believe that their best players will get poached. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the nature of the game. Uh, but if the thing with Leicester is will they be able to recruit, recruit intelligently and replace those players that they eventually like let go? I mean, history says um, that they will and... They're probably gonna do that if probably Madison decides to go. If you know Tielemans, yeah, gets, you got your like kind yeah. of top tier guys like Soyonchu, yep. Madison, mm-hmm. Fofana, who are they're not actively gonna look to sell them. But if an offer comes in that's too good to refuse, they will probably have to just bite the. But bullet. then again, how much and like Jamie Vardy's not yeah, getting yeah, younger as well. Yeah, but then again, how much blame do you put on you know Brandon Rogers' shoulders for them yet again mm. not making it to the top four when yeah. It's been two seasons running yeah, that they yeah, were comfortably yeah. in the, you know, in the top four. Like I, like that's saying. the word. Yes, it's it's not like they were ever. Yeah, it's not like they were kind of hovering in like fifth or sixth, mm-hmm. kind of like what West Ham did, which we'll get into a bit yep. later. But yeah, you're right. It, they look like shoe wins for top four, and they have Think an FA Cup final win, you know, as uh, well. So okay, I mean, not a bad. That's the season. thing. It's very bittersweet. Yeah, it's yeah, very but, bittersweet. But would you rather, you know, get top four? And play in the Champions League, but because that is financially, you know, more financially better for the clubs itself than getting an FA Cup, which I'm sure they they mm. would have preferred it. But you know, the FA it, Cup, it is what it is. No, 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 no the, the Champions League, yeah, yeah the UCL. Mm-hmm. But like you say, it is what it is. At the end of the day, uh, if you're in a cup final, you have to play it to win it. And then mm-hmm. uh, the the positions is something that I think they really really wanted, and they just yeah they just choked on the last day. That, that I mean unfortunately with the with the injuries as well but I don't think it was just the last day it, you could see it coming like true I think the fact that Liverpool's momentum was so strong coming into those last five games it definitely heaped some pressure on Leicester um, and it's also like that history of because most of the players <laughs> that were playing last season are, are you calling them the Blues first the Blue Tottenham I don't want to but that like once again using experience as a, as like a Liverpool fan that shit weighs on you man mm-hmm. you know it, when things start going awry you are like you start to think back about previous times that, that kind of didn't go your way and looking at their final three fixtures uh, it was always going to be difficult of, like United gave them a freebie mm-hmm. no the thing um, is that they it's two fixtures that I kind of, you know, zone in on, on like, you know, the turning mm. point of the season, which is um when they drew against Southampton, you know, which was a fixture that everyone Ooh, yes. expected them to, to easily get the, the win. And their yep. home loss against, uh, was it Newcastle? Yeah, they were like 4-0 uh, down yes. at half. No, sorry, 4-0 yes. down within like 60 minutes. The jo- they made Joe Linton look exactly, like Ronaldo, yes. like R9. Yeah, man. Yeah, 100%. And the thing is, that Southampton game, I remember it was a Friday night match. Mm-hmm. And Liverpool had just drawn with um, Newcastle the week before. And that, like I said, that was when I thought it was done. 
and just that draw against Southampton, the first match of the of the match week kind of gave that glimmer of hope again. So yeah, they they kind of brought it upon themselves. Yeah, but, were, I mean, I hope they'll yeah, be. Yeah. I hope they'll be you, back. You were during your experience as a Liverpool fan, right? And you know the common denominator between the current Liverpool. The current, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um. What I must say was your biggest mm. choke in your history, you know, the um <clears throat> biggest slip. <laughs> the, the the slip era. You're right. No, like you you yeah, you you pointed this out um I mean I mean Rogers back. is a nice guy. Rogers I like I like Rogers. Like, to... I, I like him as a, he's a oh, good yeah, person, but um, you know history and, and facts he's very naive. Yeah, history and facts I feel he's very don't naive. really I'm not really in favour of him being like uh, mm. yeah I know he won the FA Cup this season but um, yeah he's he's just um, it's bittersweet yeah it's bittersweet yeah, he's a choker there's there's, <laughs> there's, there's, <laughs> there's no downplaying um, the label but yeah he chokes in um, major situations yeah oh well <laughs> I think it's just that naivety like like they were unable to, to kind of win ugly I feel mm-hmm. which is Unfor- like Leicester are kind of known at least to me as just when I watch a Leicester game more often than not it's an entertaining mm-hmm. one and that's kind of Rogers MO from the start like with Swansea with Liverpool you would always get a good game but um, if you were supporting a team that he managed you're, it's a, there's a high chance your blood pressure <laughs> would go up um, and yeah it, it just still seems to be a little bit naive when it comes to holding on to leads or, or playing a bit ugly to grind out like a 1-0 yep um so that's unfortunate and I hope that they can continue to push the rest of the big six and even force their way into like making it like a big eight or something. It's like, probably I, like I'm a, pretty a sh- top seven now. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to deny with the progress they've made. I, I just hope that they can sustain it and someday crack into that top four. Obviously not at the not at the expense of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um Yeah. So yeah, uh just, just to move on, talking about yes. you know new yeah. new entries to the top six. West Ham. Yes. That's like right. we, I mean, we were talking favorite. about teams that yeah. they're overachieved this season it yeah. has to be West Ham. Yeah. I I mean West Ham, you know, at the start of the season we were touting we them for relegation. Go yeah, we, we, yeah we got <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry. Yeah, I mean after <laughs> I, I do remember, you know, this vividly when Newcastle lost two 0 at home to mm. Steve Bruce's Newcastle. We were like, yeah, they're going down, man. And um David Moyes, man, proving us all wrong. We gave like a solid ten minutes <laughs> to explain exactly why Leicester uh why West Ham would go yep. down. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, they've done a phenomenal job. Oh, no, why, why not we throw it to Nathan, you know? Because um yeah, yeah you're I mean you, a you lot of a... old boys in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean um I mean David Moyes managed United and um he was pretty much a meme character when in terms of the the world of football. You know, they were, he's he was grouped with like your Sam Allardyces, your Alan Pardews and all that, but gotta give credit to what he has done at West Ham with limited budget. Definitely, definitely. I think mm. like Moyes is he's one of those managers that I feel thrive in that mid table to slightly um like on the on the fringe of european places kind of teams he's he's the kind that knows how to get the best out of players and i feel that 
but like not your big stars with egos, which is why I feel like he's he's done so well at teams like like Everton and um and now West Ham, which are that kind of caliber of teams, which has players that can when you really push them to work together as a unit, they can play fantastically well. And I think we've seen that really um him just giving the confidence to a certain few players and the signings that he's brought in this season, right? W- incredible, like like players like Suchek. And Sufal and and Sufa Sufal yeah, man, Sufal. Like, he, he's such yeah. an underrated player. As and well, uh, I think the one unfair stigma, sorry to cut in, but the one unfair stigma that David Moyes has is he plays um pretty defensive, pretty ugly football. But isn't true, man. West Ham have been one of the most entertaining sides this season. Oh yeah, dude, mm, definitely. The, they, they, there was a I think there was like a period of five games where they were consistently like scoring three goals, but also. Uh, getting a run for their money because they concede like two and then they hang on like with 10 minutes to go yeah yeah a lot of very entertaining matches featuring West Ham this season and who can forget that last minute Lanzini screamer against Spurs which kind yeah, of had um, to, had summed to be Spurs. up Spurs' <laughs> season yeah I think one of the underrated Unable players to hang on where was mm-hmm. was an, uh, Antonio I think like we yeah. we didn't yeah. he doesn't get a lot of mention but he was really like he played a lot of games he was one of the main loves Antonio fans, yeah? Sasha has <laughs> been a big fan of Antonio for a while <laughs> he's great I mean and Antonio Chris even Luke, Creswell like Cres- Creswell looked yeah, yeah. Creswell looked like a shadow of his former self like the se- last season and the season before but this season he's kind of shown that form when he when he first joined West Ham um, and and I think what's more important than the actual players who've stepped up is that Moyes identified very quickly and early on who he didn't want on his team. Mm. You know, big profile signings, big players who were earning big wages who he felt just weren't going to cut it work rate-wise. And he got rid of all of them, like your the likes of uh, your, your Sebastian Hellers, your ah crack Yamolenko uh, stuck around but he gave him like a bit part role Philippe, Philippe Anderson, Anderson yes mm-hmm. that, that was that was who I was thinking of um, couple more he managed Four Niles was on the periphery for a while but he managed to kind of force his way back into the setup but I thought that was equally as important as um, the actual players who stepped up to the four right and I think maybe this is not the kind of stuff that he can do at Big a big club like United, where if he doesn't like Pogba, he can't really just ship him out like that. So I think that's why he really fits this kind of team. And like it's credit to them, I think they, the players really took on the philosophy that he had for them, and they've been playing really entertaining football as well. And like even managed to grind out some wins. So I think they've they really deserve their position that they're in. As much as no yeah. one thought that they would be there, because they they were so leaky last season, but this season they really look like a threat. Bro, they've they've yeah. been shambolic for like <laughs> four seasons, man. Like they they tried the whole thing with Pellegrini, didn't work out. Um, and it's nice to see the the London Stadium get to host you know European football. Like it, it felt like it was it's such a, a, a state of the art arena, super nice stadium, but. There were actual doubt. There were actual fears that it would be hosting championship football. Um, so it's nice that they get a bit of of shine uh, in, in on the European stage. Another yeah, but I'm just gonna do another shout out. But oh, if j- you have a point on West Ham, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but just a little bit of uh, like a, a, a little foresight into next season because yeah, like you said, West Ham are similar to Leicester. 
by being uh, by that I mean you know their first 11 is strong they have a pretty good first 11 that can compete with you know the mm. top 6 on any given day but you look at their squad they have no one that they can bring on honestly like besides you know Ben Rama besides um, was it Jared Bowen and all that and yeah. we're not sure about whether Lingard is going to return back to you know ply his trade at West Ham yeah, question marks over Rice as well. Yeah, you know, he's but we know with the the forward. added matches that you know definitely gonna play for for Europa, could possibly have a difficult season next 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 season unless you know the owners decide to invest. But uh, that's probably for a future topic. You know, in in, in the next few weeks. But uh, yeah, credit credit to Moyes, man. He's uh hint hint potentially. A candidate for manager of the season. When when do they announce manager of the season? Mm. I thought I thought it's usually done like kind of probably before the Euros. Before the end. Mm. Probably before. I mean, it, it has, it has to be. It, it has to squad. either be Moyes or 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 Pep. Or Pep, yeah. And it's pretty boring. You know, Pep, Wilder won it last season, Pep. right? Or was it? Club? Yeah, yeah. Well, Klopp no, won it last season. Klopp, Klopp won it. Klopp won it. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah, think people yeah, people yeah, are upset. Um. But yeah, I, I think it really, although it doesn't, Champions League doesn't affect it, but if Pep City win the treble, it would be very difficult not to give it to him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, Moise, Pep's going to win it, so. Moise is the people's champion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, l- I love how you're staying consistent. <laughs> um, uh, do you want to talk a bit about our Fraud, fraud Watch Awards? Or are we keeping that for another episode? Because I feel uh, like that. Why don't we just award it now? Wait, but I I, I kind of <laughs> want BK to put on it. So I love that BK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we gotta have BK in, so yeah, we could possibly do it in the next spot. Okay. Yeah, and we like like Sash said earlier, we've got a few um pretty fun topics in mind. Uh, we'll do wait, wait. Before we conclude, um, predictions for the uh, European finals. Uh, we we go uh, with Europa oh. League first. Okay. Um. Ne- United to win extremely comfortably. Like, I I would go like three one. Okay. Yeah. A bit like the IX final. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. <laughs> I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Uh, United <laughs> penalties. United penalties. Okay. Oh, Cavani, so no, uh, Rash, Rashford, Rashford <laughs> with the winning penalty. Wait, when when is the the match is it this? I Wednesday? think it's on Wednesday night. Yeah, wait, it's Wednesday crazy. night as in oh yeah, this Tuesday, yeah, this Wednesday. Wednesday early morning. I think Thursday morning. Oh Thursday, Thursday morning. Thursday morning. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's absurd. Like the fact that you guys have to play a cup final three days <laughs> after a Premier League fixture. But I don't I don't make the fixtures. But um, mm-hmm. moving on to Champions League, we all know what Sash is predicting. Five nil slap <laughs> in the ass. <laughs> Aguero five goals. Five. He's gonna make up for the Panenka. <laughs> oh god. Oh, it'll be such um, a sad story if you know, like everyone was saying, like Aguero was saying, like I'm only gonna leave City if we win the Champions League, and if they lose, that will be the saddest thing ever. But yeah, that's Sash, why. That's Sash why it's written in the. S- it's written in the stars <laughs> that City are gonna win. Like <laughs> you know, it's the exact same feeling I felt when uh. Chelsea won like on the route to Chelsea winning beating the Bayern Champions League in Bayern mm. yeah because we had to turn over yeah just a little back so we just had to we had to beat Napoli because in the other leg we lost 3-1 so 
you know, the odds were stacked against us. You know, Buki's Buki's favorites were Napoli or Napoli to to you know qualify from there. Mm. But uh, we all know what happened, uh, So yeah, and then I I actually had this feeling like from the side, yeah, we're actually gonna do it, man, this season. And yeah, when uh, Drogba slotted in that penalty, you know, happy days, happy days. It's one of the few. Sorry, I think it was the only time I actually, you know, cried because of football. Hey. It was like so. I was like so happy. Like they finally did it, man. Some real man tears. I know it must have been heartbreaking after um, the United the Chelsea Moscow, final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, this is a this is might be a really dumb question, but does it matter to you how Chelsea get it done? Like, would it would it bother you if it was a really like a pure smash and grab or? I mean, the one that Bayern was you. was a yeah, exactly, grab, which yeah. is which is what got me thinking. Like, like, would it matter to you if? You had one shot on target and you scored from that to get a jammy 1-0. Uh, I mean, I'll probably I mean, I know you wouldn't, you wouldn't be convinced by Tuchel, but... Oh, okay, yeah, okay the, the, the difference between be, both yeah. teams, right, was that I had real affiliation and real love for the Jogba that, team. That Chelsea team, yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah, and I, I really wanted them to, you know, at least retire with a Champions League. Yeah. But for this yeah. team, you know, I don't really feel the love for them yet. I mean, you guys mm-hmm. get what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if 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 we lose the final and I have expected them to, it won't really hurt me that much. Mm. Yeah, compared Understood. to the previous you know Champions League shenanigans that Lampard, Terry, Jogba all had to face. You know the the <laughs> the semi final fraudulence oh, yeah. against Barcelona. That was that, the that, I couldn't take that robbery in like <laughs> European football history. It has to be the worst refereed game ever. My God, I I'll never forget it's his absurd. name. Man. Tom Tom Henning Overbo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nathan, what do you got for the final? It's tough. I feel like if it goes down to, no, to it's, it's really <laughs> not, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm trying to side you guys. Like, I feel like if it goes down to being a really like smash and grab, then Chelsea are better at that. Um, like if if they manage to foil, or if if our favorite bald fraud decides to tinker with his team on the on the last day, <laughs> then like there's no, <laughs> there's no way. way. Are yeah, you like sure? <laughs> like I mean, we've said that before, but this <laughs> Mares is a wing back, <laughs> and decides to play oh Cancelo God, yeah. up front. Okay, <laughs> yeah, just a little, just a little update. Yeah, just a little update. Um, Mendy got brought off at halftime against Villa because he I think he injured his rib or something. Mm. So if Mendy is not past fit for the final, oh, wow. Kepa plays. That mean lost. That's lost it. Kepa in the final. <laughs> oh man, that'll be so. Yeah. Bad. So, I, but I feel like Kepa dude, up against perfect. De Bruyne. Man. Oh. It's perfect. He's gonna save like penalties. He's gonna be That's like the man true. of the match. They get them to penalties. No, no. <laughs> nah, I don't see that, man. All right. Well, I'm gonna go with I think a city two yes. one. Yeah, yes, something like that. Yeah. The smart bookies move. Man. <laughs> hey man, but go, Chelsea's go with the last house. two UCLs have gone to penalties, so <laughs> it's it's strange because I, I feel like City just aren't that convincing in the Champions League. Still, like they they get a slow start and they need like the second game against PSG to come, like to to do well. I I just don't yeah. feel like they they w- at least yeah. okay if 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 anything I think they won't start very well. I think Chelsea will start the better, but yeah. then if all, all I gotta City say is penalty, yeah, yeah. All I gotta say is pressure on City. To win the final, exactly. No, I, I think I think that's gonna yeah, be like a big I said, factor. Like with Chelsea securing fourth place, no real pressure on Chelsea. Yeah, it, I, yeah. I, I mean, think, I, I mean, they City definitely are gonna want. feel the heat. Yeah, they definitely. I mean, the players will definitely want to win the Champions League, but without the added pressure, I I think 
we'll perform a little bit much better a little bit better than how we did against mm. Villa mm-hmm. yeah, so if you're gonna, gonna yeah yeah yep if you if you're gonna what what <laughs> I mean if you're gonna find like any reason why Chelsea may win the Champions League I mean out of many reasons like it's basically a needle in a haystack but if you're gonna pinpoint to one reason that could possibly be one I know but if Mendy's out you know, all bets are off la. wow that that <laughs> bro you, you can't thing. tell me that you're gonna be comfortable <laughs> with Kepa in <laughs> between Kepa. the sticks it, it was uh, basically like how you felt when uh, Law, wait, not Law, Carriers, I want to say Law, Carriers. Carriers was yeah, in between the sticks yeah bruh uh, yeah that was bad um <laughs> The thing is, right, you've mentioned this a couple of times, Chelsea w- know how to defend a lead, so... But we can't score. <laughs> but you can assist, Werner like, can sometimes assist. Sometimes you just get, you do, you just get <laughs> jammy goals. Okay, this is, this is my prediction. Chelsea score first, uh, City have to shake off the cobwebs, but I think City, the, their superiority will just shine through. I think they'll... It, it'll be very similar to... Um, wow, I'm going way back. It's gonna be very similar to Barcelona Arsenal, the final mm-hmm. in Paris. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Chelsea gonna be leading for, uh, maybe two thirds of the game in my opinion, but once City equalize, I think their heads will drop and City will steal it late on. So I, I'm going to one City. Bro, it's, it's going to be to like a, goal. a Chelsea one 0 win. DS on goal and Kepa says a De Bruyne penalty. It's gonna be that man. It's gonna be one of those games. Hey man, <laughs> you take it. <laughs> you take that all day of the week, all day of the week, every day of the week. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, yeah, I think that those are pretty solid predictions. I can't wait to see how right or how off we are in those. Um, if bro, if, if Emery wins, dude, dude, Nathan, if Emery wins, no. <laughs> how are you? How are you gonna feel, man? Dude, Emery is a. I mean, you can say what you want about Emery, but he's a. Europa League specialist. Is that this is like fifth final? Yeah, he's a, he's done it with uh, Sevilla multiple won, times. Yeah, right? I think I think he's won he's won three and he's lost one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just really want like Ole to get like a proper <laughs> <laughs> a proper trophy. <laughs> so I don't know. If if Emery wins then good on him. He will have done something right or or Ole will have done a massive screw up somewhere. But I, I I don't see it happening. I think it should be mm. a comfortable United win. Yeah, or or an uncomfortable one but uh, you're still a United win Dude, <laughs> like United I know for you someone who actually European finals are never team. comfortable <laughs> <laughs> oh, t- tell that to Real Madrid and Lawyers Carriers that was mm-hmm. as comfortable as it got man um, oh wait just before yeah, we end said, I just wanted to say like, oh, yeah, oh, like for this whole season right uh, if you remove all the, the the Super League teams Leicester wins <laughs> I was just looking at the table again if you take away the top four, Leicester wins. Yeah. will be second, <laughs> yeah. right? Leicester wins. <laughs> B Rod is not the bottler. Yeah. <laughs> who who would be second? Wesem. Wesem will be second. Ah right 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 yeah yeah. Hey man, that's the that's the table we're looking for, man. <laughs> that's the real the people. Leicester, the people's champion. Leeds and Everton will make the top four. Wow. Oof. Right. I can't wait for Everton to win the league in September again. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good. That was a good time, man. Kazu title. Bro, only is... only Everton can make Carlo look bad, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, all that so hype. Sad. I feel so sorry for him. Yeah. Me too, man. Me too. That that we'll have like a we'll dedicate an episode. I'm sure like some of their players will show up in one of our dedicated episodes. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint, fraud of the season episode. 
Um, but yeah, that being said, if you guys have nothing else to add, uh, I think we can expect two great European finals. Uh, can't wait to talk about that next week. Um, had a great time recording this entire season. It's, it's actually insane how we've done it from match day one to now. Glad Nathan joined us um, latish on in the season. Um, but yeah, thanks so much, guys. It's been a real pleasure discussing football. And yeah, we'll look forward to talking more next week. See you guys.